table. Welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Where we come to you live each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On WWEAM 1100, iRadio Now, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio. Where we bring the facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so. Welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. What's going on? This is Ace of the A and DNA. We're bringing facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so. 4460387. Once again, 4460387. Live on Periscope. Live on Facebook. Uh, we got a lot to talk about in the world of sports today. Seems like everybody has started up. Except for NHL, but we got stuff to talk about with them. They are back at least somebody, they finally agreed everything somebody might be shutting down <laughs> <laughs> one door opens another door closes grand opening grand closing grand. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, we get to talk about baseball in a second also nfl they had a certain agreements that they've agreed to training camp for all 30 teams starts tomorrow a lot of people getting waived right now but we'll get more into that the bubble for the NBA, as well as the WNBA. NBA still doing exhibition games. WNBA season has fully started. And we'll discuss some of the things that took place in the first couple of games with them. The game or, or before the game? Both. Oh, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> we're we, we going to get into all of it. We're before the game action. Before, yes. As well as what took place. But let's go back to Major League Baseball. We reference to it, grand opening, grand closing. The Florida Marlins have had approximately 14 people test positive for COVID-19. Um, couple oh, how of, many? 14. Wow. A couple of coaches, the rest of them were players. And I think this is what the... Everybody's using... Well, we, we looked at the TBT first. They were the first ones to set up a bubble to try and confine the athletes. Granted, it was only for two weeks. But outside of that, MLB is going to be what could possibly happen if kids go back to school. Because they're not in a bubble. They're free to go and come as they please while still not having fans in the arena. But this is going to be a microcosm of what will happen going forward if you're leaving people up to, and we'll get to the NBA part of this, make decisions on their own about where they go, how they do. And I think looking at this, this was, and they're calling it an outbreak because it's more than just one or two players. Mm-hmm. And that's been the most of the discussions is what happens when it's more than just one player that gets, 
and they have to be quarantined. What happens when it's multiple, as in this case, 14? Well, before you, before we get to that point, I, I'm going to step back just a little bit. This is what happens when you spend your whole uh, winter and spring season fussing about money, money, the, and, and not focusing real, on the health, anything the, else, like nothing. <laughs> like if this, if if this was a building, and you spent your whole time figuring out who sits where, and you never discuss which exit to go out of. This is when everybody winds up in the hallway or on the elevator. <laughs> and then the power shuts off and everybody is, the people who are smart enough to go to the to the stairwell gets out. But it's going to be a few who's going to wind up in the elevator oh, because they think that's quicker because they haven't had any, they didn't read the manual. They didn't sit back and have any discussion about anything else. So this is a prime example of spending your, again, your whole time fussing about Money. Money. This is like this. Uh, I don't know if, if either you watch The Office, mm-hmm. the TV yeah. show, but there's an episode where uh, Dwight sets a fire and he like cuts off all the exits and so, 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 so what do you do now? Yeah. What do you do now? <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I'm 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 not surprised. I'm I'm just not I'm I'm not surprised that is. I am surprised. I know me back. I am surprised that. Is happening at this degree. Then again, I'm not surprised that it's the Marlins. I think the next team will probably be the Diamondbacks, and then the next team might be no, no, it'll be teams of Texas. Keep on going to it. Right now, the four states are California, Arizona, Texas, and Florida are the considered to be the the new New Yorks as far as the outbreaks or the cases right. rising or whatnot. Definitely Texas. So, um, I mean. So, I mean, back to what do you do now that you got 14 players, half your roster that got to now sit out for uh, yeah, you, you for can 10 now, days, 10 to 14 they days? They have substitutes that they can call upon. Ooh, 14 but, is a but lot. I, but I thought I thought, I thought thought that most of the uh, the AAA and double you know, yeah, but those they had guys a, are... They had a pool of players. There's a pool of 60 six, players. Yeah, that you okay. can pick from. Yeah. We got. I gotta pull one third of the pool for one team. Correct. And so they what happens? Some more guys. So what happens? So when, uh, what happens? Is this the next a Rudy team? Gobert moment to where? Nah, I'm not gonna blame Rudy Gobert. I'm not saying blaming, but I'm saying. I, I mean, I'm not gonna use him as that because it's. But the, it, it. So when Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Uh, contracted. Everything went around the league and everything was shut down. Yeah, but the NBA, shut it, the NBA shut it down though. But I'm Baseball saying, baseball is shutting it down. That's the no. question. Baseball no. is not shutting it down. No. No, no, no. Okay. I, I, I don't I don't think they will because they went back and forth so long. They have to see this through. I don't believe nothing in any aspect of life is going to get shut down. Not after it, the first time. After the done started, it will You got to ride it out. You got to ride it out, yeah. So, the wheels fall off. Mm-hmm. So if now, speaking of school, <laughs> elementary, middle, High school, college, y'all hold out as long as you can. Because once you go through those doors, you will be in there. You're in there, right. There's no shutting down. No shutting it down. <laughs> but I, looking at Major League Baseball, one of the things that they did was postpone the Yankees versus the Phillies game because the Yankees would have been in the same clubhouse. Yeah. And the, probably they'll do a doubleheader and make it up somewhere along the way. Triple header. I, you only got sixty games, so if I lose two, you, like but aren't these games taking like an hour and a half? 
they just flying through these games, right? Yeah, because they just they just if, if you get more if you get more than four runs in the inning, the inning over. It's going to the, <laughs> <laughs> just going to the. If next, it goes to extra innings, extra you get the extra base runners. They, so, yeah, they go. stop it. They make it up. <laughs> they make it up the rules how we made the rules up in the backyard. <laughs> if the ball go in the bushes, you can't find it. Everybody's everybody gets it. <laughs> scores or whatever. Right, but looking at it, I. I think this is one of those moments where they will have to make that decision of whether to cancel or not. I agree. I don't think they will, yeah. but this is it should, the, it's that, it it's that moment. Should it be discussed? Yes. Should it be discussed? Yes. Because this is more, and to what you were saying earlier, you you had a contingency plan for one or two players. That's why you had the pool of 60 players. You didn't, in your foresight, think about what if half a team... Yeah, there is no... There was no worst case scenario. Right. You know. Um, <laughs> Which you should have planned for. You had plenty of time. We knew back in March what was going to take place, right? That's yeah. when it first, everything got shut down. So at that point, we you knew that your, at that point they were saying that um, they were going to have to delay the season. They didn't know how far. Once you realize, okay, you delayed the season. Now you're in talks with CBA. Um, the collective bargaining agreement. At that point, that's when you sit down and say, okay, worst case scenario, if half the team gets it, what do we do? Well, no, worst case scenario should be if the whole team got it. Or worst case scenario scenario should have been, or this was already going on. What's the limit? What's the number limit? Or this is already going on. If I have a team in the state that shut down, what will I do? Yeah. I mean, we, they're at that point now, you know, Florida, I said, you just named Texas, Florida, and Arizona, California are states in which the, you know, the rise is so high. Right. Those states are talking about, well, I know California has already implemented going back to basically phase one. They've closed night bars. They've closed, yeah. you know, you know, those type of uh, uh, um, restaurants and eateries or whatever. I can, you know, I can imagine now Texas might wind up doing the same thing as far as in, in, in the larger cities anyway. Well, we've already seen New York, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania say no crowd over was a hundred or yeah, something, we just which about, means no Philly. Well, the Philly, well, no the, crowds. The, the Eagles, those. Eagles, and Philadelphia Eagles, they won't and, have any. They were like, we won't I think have their any. limit was like 10, 10, 10 yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, I this just goes to show you. And again, everybody gets the blame in this one, but just the, for the for the MLB, this for the players who decide like you know what I don't even need the stress. They looking like like they made the right decision. Them the people that went to the stairwell, <laughs> <laughs> and the people that are now stuck here are the ones that went to the elevator when the building was on fire. It'll be interesting to see what takes place. Of course, two again, two games have been canceled. Uh, between the Phillies and the Yankees. We'll see what happens with other games that might possibly take place. And the thing is, too, okay, yes, um, 14 players and coaches, but that's not saying that one person had it and brought it back. Again, you have free reign. It could have been like five of them from – caught it from five different ways, brought it in and maybe affected one or two at most. Or you go into the same facility. Stuff could have been left behind in the in the in the uh, visitors or you know wherever you were at the game before or whatever. That's the thing. You you can't pinpoint when you got it. How you got it. So do you I mean hindsight's twenty twenty. We do it for everything else. We do it on Monday night football or Tuesday night or whatever. (laughs) You know, Monday night for the Sunday games or whatnot. Do you feel I I always I won't say I always but I thought it was a good idea. It made sense. 
to have the half the league in Florida. What, that's what and, we, exactly. And half the field in Arizona. And that's what they should have done. You know, the bubble has proven true with the NBA, the WNBA, MLS, the TBT. Again, once again, yes. set the precedent for it. It has been working thus far. But anything is as good as the people that are there. Yeah. So that ownership has to be on the players, the athletes themselves. But it's a better case scenario to have it in a bubble. And like we talked about back in April, have it in Arizona, have it in Florida. Grapefruit and the um, cactus. cactus leaves. Mm-hmm. Have the bubbles there. But the, whole, the, but the whole problem was, and this is why I go to the players on this one. You know, like I said, everybody's to blame here. But this is when you go to the players who immediately were like, when the owners came out and were like, well, we can only pay you this amount based on so many games, the players immediately shut that down because they wanted full pay. And then from there, that only became the focal point for the next the six pay. months was pay. Pay in how many games? Nobody had time else to do anything else with a manual as far as the handle. You know, and every time they said they would do X, Y, Z, then it was like, oh, well, you expect us to be in a bubble for nine months. Well, that's the reason why we offered you 60 games. We're right. only going to be in the so bubble, be in the bubble both forever. Not, right. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is why I say it when now, as me as a consumer and the person looking back and going back and dissecting it, granted, everybody's to blame again because you didn't have a contingency plan for any of this. No. But I, if I now, if I, if I now I'm talking this all out, I'm putting more onus on the players. Y'all were worried about everything else but the health. Your health. <laughs> So now you can't come out and say, oh. So now you want to, in other words, you're saying the players, how can you sit there and blame the owners? Oh, blame Major League Baseball, Baseball. Don't don't, is not concerned about my health, whereas you really didn't leave them any options but to go this particular route because you were worried about how much you was going to get paid. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how they have to make up these games because I agree, they will not shut the You can't down. make it up. I feel you, you gotta can't. have a double header. There's a there's you, a quote here from um, Rob Manfred, and he said, "A team losing players that rendered it completely non-competitive. That is the only way that the season would pause again or stop or whatever." So I mean, you can have. So the 14 people is not enough. Yeah, you gotta not have. Enough. But I mean, what I'm saying is, okay, you suspended. They suspended two games, right? So the two games. Now, if those teams lose two more games, then yeah, at some point you got to make up at least right because one of those games. games. You got to make and up two at least games one game. mean a lot. This is the equivalent of playing football, where every game, game counts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you could taste technically waste a game, but every game mm-hmm. does count. So now all sixty games really I, I, count. I, 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 like, it, I think it'll only be made up if. It came down to towards the end of the season, That's what I'm about to and say. they needed those one or two, two games, games for maybe by percentage points they get the playoff spot. Yeah, yeah. But if they're out of it, yeah, they won't get made up. That, that's that's exactly what I'm about to go to. It, it, I think they do. You you push you it. Try to make them up because okay, so if I miss the two games against uh, a sorry team, correct? Um, what's, what's the two, what's the two games that got, that got the two teams that got Yankees canceled? and Phillies? Yankees and Phillies and you, the. Orioles and Marlins has been. I'm not making up the Orioles and Marlins game because the likelihood of those two teams even being in contention. The Orioles are but two it, and like one you said, right now. If it, if it comes down to it yes. at the end, no, 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 no. it I, will get made no, up. I, no, yeah. I, I understand. I guess what I'm saying is 
the Orioles and Marlins, if those two teams aren't in contention, then those two teams playing to make up that game wouldn't make sense. But if I got the Orioles playing the Yankees and I need the Yankees to make up a game, then yes, I need to have that game happen. Or if I have the Braves that were supposed to play the Marlins and that game didn't happen and toward the end of the season, I need the Braves to play a game because that determines whether they win the pennant or, you know, get into the playoffs, then yes, I need to make that game up. But if the two teams that miss it are out of the playoffs, I don't need those two teams right. to make up okay. a game. Right. That's all yeah. I'm saying. No, I'm just, saying just, yeah, depend, right. just depend on who who who, who right. misses the games and against, against who. whom. Right. That, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. because I right. To that point, I'm like, how can you say don't don't let the Orioles play the Marlins when they're two games out of first place and the Marlins are playing are bad. They're way below five hundred. They win those two games, they yeah. could be first if, place. If one yeah. of those two teams are in has in the playoff hunt, then yeah, you gotta make it up. But if both teams are in the playoff hunt, then Yeah, you, then you know, that's it, just that just it just all depends on who misses the game. But I I at this point would not try to make up that game right now. Because one, you don't know how many more games you may wind up having, having to, to having to play just across the board, and so I would rather almost have the mindset of of, of soccer, you know, penalty timeouts. You know what I mean? Until the game, till the season is over, I'm not going to add the games until. Then. And if you're if you're playing every day and with all the travel with this condensed schedule, yeah. you really can't make you can't like make it up. On the fly, yeah. it has to be at the end of the season mm-hmm. if yeah. they're going to make it up at all. So well, now that might no, no, it's easier because you're only playing in your conference, and the other one is out is in the same yeah, but Eastern. It, but that's a lot easier because you're only seeing the same team. Like I don't think they're going to make it up next week. It's going to be at the end of the season if they if they have to make those you games can make, up. But I'm saying you can easily make it up because you're going to see that team again in three weeks. You're only playing teams inside your division, and if it's interleague, then it's in the same Eastern or Western or yeah. Central that you're playing. No, I- so it's not like you're playing all the teams. Oh, let's take the Yankees. They're going to play the Orioles, the Rays, the Blue Jays, the Red Sox, and then the what? Mets, Marlins, Braves. So it's not like they're going to play the Tigers, the Indians. They're not jumping here and there to where you have to figure out the schedule. In three weeks, the Yankees are going to play the Orioles again, so you can easily. Someone's going to say it's not fair, depending on where the game is. Like it was supposed to be, but in there are Miami. no fans. But someone's going to say it's not fair. I, I'm with. I'm. I'm more or less with. I get what you're saying. I'm more or less. This is the easiest know, time to make it up. I know that there. If if the Marlins got 14 players, I know there's going to be somebody's going to have at least seven. I just. I just know. I, I would. I would play. I would. Bet on the on the side of there being more games canceled because of teams cancel or postpone or postpone for the time being until you know how many. Then yeah. I guess I would consider this to be no different than a rain delay. And then how do they make those games up doing a regular you know a regular format? If that team was going to be in the city for multiple days, then they would do a double header you know add a double header on. But sometimes they don't even make the game up doing the, you know. But that's, again, that's the league. different. When you play in 162 games, when it comes back around to you playing that team again, it's months later. Yeah. Now it's only three weeks. I get you. I get, I, I get what you're saying. I just, it's, with, you know, you're going to see yeah. them fairly quickly because you're staying inside your I division. You. I get you. I, I get what you're saying. I just feel like they're going to be more more postponed games than they will be. And, and you also got to you actually also have to factor in. Rain, you know, if a game gets 
rained out. Rained out yeah. So now how do you make that game up? Let's forget COVID for a second. If they, same way. Same way. So same now way. it's probably going to be double a header. Double, double header the next day or if it's the last game of the series. The next time you see that team. Or it you, might get moved to the end of the season, though. Yeah. Depending, you, depending on when it happens. Or do you play? Do you your double header now become seven innings because they call the game at seven innings? So does the double header? They'll call it five. It's officially I mean, five. My bad, so yes, five. a five inning. So do you play just a five inning game? It's possible. That's why. That's what I'm talking about. They're gonna be making up stuff on the fly. Well, it, well looking <laughs> at this past in. weekend, what was it? One pitcher went a full game. Everybody else is going about five on mm-hmm. average. Yeah. Um, Braves took. Two or one against the Mets, and I don't think anyone pitched over five innings in, in um, their start. So yeah. most of the the pitchers and managers are only allowing their pitches to go about five because the turnaround the, because the, the turnaround next, time. Yeah. This would be ideal for someone like Craig Council, uh, the way he uses his pitchers. Yeah, yeah. He'll 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 put in his closer. He'll start his closer mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> to get, bring his starter for the last in. inning. Right. Get through the lineup a couple of times and have a seat. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It's going back to um, the Astros, who would, you know, they're like, oh, we get six innings, kind of it, unless maybe a Vern Lander was really well, I mean, with, great. Well, that's how, Kansas, that, that's how Kansas City an won. An inning, an inning, an inning. That's how Kansas City won. And Kansas City, That's too. how Kansas City won their first, you know, won the World Series and got back the second time. They would have won that one if it wasn't just bum goner. But that's he literally didn't have a starter go more than four and a half innings in either one of those playoff runs. <laughs> and he went... Inning a half, inning a half, inning yeah. a half. Let me get to my closer. Right. <laughs> um, so, I mean, yeah, it's they're not shutting the season down, though. <laughs> Speaking of which, AL East, there are three teams tied at the top. Yankees, Orioles, and Rays, all two and one. Uh, in the Central, you got the Dodgers. I mean, oh, excuse me, the Tigers, the Twins, and the Indians. And in the West, the A's are three and one. Astros, two and one. Astros just lost. Uh, Speaking of Orlando. Yeah, with he's a, sitting out with the elbow injury. They didn't say Tommy John or whatever. Yeah, it. I, I heard the news that he was out for the season, yeah. and then he came out and said it's a strain. So we'll look at it again in two I'll weeks. Be back, I'll be back for the playoffs. <laughs> I think he should just wait till then. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Just wait till the playoffs. playoffs. I'm back for the playoffs. You, you just when you need me, we gonna get in regardless. I'm they should. They to, should to the playoffs. You know, you'll see. Yeah, but again, sixty games. Anything is possible at this point. Uh, NL East, Marlins and Braves both two and one. Um, in the Central, Cubs and Cardinals two and one. And then in the West, Padres three and one. And the Rockies two and one. Dodgers and Giants both two and two. So NL West already looking like probably the, the best division yeah. so far with only one team below 500. Yeah, nothing to be, I mean, go back to just the previous couple of years. Arizona had a good run. What was that year? Everybody was, you know, 20 games or 500. You had yeah, um, yeah Colorado. Teams. Yeah. I don't, I don't think Dodgers, Colorado, Colorado and then uh, Diamondbacks. Yeah, I don't think Colorado made it in that year, but they were right behind the Diamondbacks. You know, obviously the, obviously the Dodgers got all the attention that these last couple of years because they won, but they were so far ahead. But when you went down and even looked at Arizona, they yeah, were in. Plenty of games above 500. Yeah, yeah, which is a, a lot. So I'm not surprised there. Uh, how do you feel about the cardboard cutouts behind the home plate and everything? If guess, you, even though you don't have any in the stands. I guess, I guess that's more for the pitcher. <laughs> so that. That you used to seeing used something to seeing, back so there. So it's not. So I guess. I and mean, this is just me. I guess 
when I'm used to seeing, used to, almost like the carrier dome in basketball. Like, that depth know, perception that, is yeah. hard. So I guess having that behind it kind of maybe that's what they're used to now. I can get focused into, you know, t- tunnel into the into the to catch it. So I, I'm assuming that gives them that illusion to, to find mm-hmm. the plate. And I know people would be like, well, so far behind, how is that? But, you know, if you... If you used to seeing that. If you play basketball in one gym and go into another gym and they don't have, if they have white behind the board compared to another gym that might have color, it changes you everything as well. How you get? Yeah, well, look and look at um the if you see the Final Four with yeah. college basketball. Now the court is raised like they're playing on a stage. Yeah, and you see a lot of bad shooting in those games because the depth perception yeah. has changed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, I think it's also just psychological. Yeah. For, for all the players to be used to seeing, oh, well, even if you don't see them, to know they're there. in the peripheral. You, there. There's the illusion that yeah. there are people there yeah. with the crowd noise also. Like you say, in a gym, if you're playing basketball, you know the fans are right there almost on top of you. But like you mentioned, because it's so sponsored and so commercial, they want to put these Final Fours in 50,000-seat oh, arenas. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so the people... There's nobody right there on you. Like you said, there's a stage. These people are so far back, it makes the goal look further mm-hmm. than what it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I so no, I, I don't have I don't have a problem with I guess my more adjustment. I mean honest with you, I usually watch baseball with sound off anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's just turn some music on. I can follow the pitch count, three, two at the bottom, all that kind of stuff. I is what it is. My adjustment is basketball is my adjustment because it looked like a video game and I'm trying to figure and I just don't like any other uh, uh, broadcasters so far. We need to apply. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot was being made about the broadcast uh, the other night with um, Chipper being on there. And I mean, I don't... I, just because you play baseball doesn't make you a great announcer. Yeah. It, it takes a while to get adjusted to it. The Not everyone's court. Tony Romo. As Bubba, <laughs> as what's his name? Bubba McFarlane? Booger. 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 My bad. First of all, that name alone should let you know. <laughs> his nickname. I hope that's his nickname. He should go back to college football. That was, was where he was that's at. Which issue. is where he's going back to. He yeah. needs to go back to that. Yeah. And that's his, that's his lane. That's his wheelhouse. That's what he does well. But also, too, to your point, I don't need someone to sit there and let me know if it's a ball or a strike. Yeah. I can see that. Even when it's muted, I can tell that. Yeah. It's the backstories that, you know, that provide the insight. Like with Romo, the the fact that he could call a play before it happened, it's like, wow, okay. Because now, he's thinking, what would I do in this situation? Yeah, now you're watching this and you can do it again. So exactly. now, he, now he's drawing you in. So what Chipper will eventually get to and learn as well is – how do I provide my insight into the game instead of trying to commentate the game? Tell us, what would you do in this situation? If I'm the pitcher, knowing him, he's sitting on a fastball, so I would throw a slider and then see what happens. By providing those type of insights and just regular stories about, you know, the game and everything, that's what people are tuning into and listen for. Because, yeah. like you said, we don't need you to sit there and say, ball outside. Yeah, I can see yeah, it was yeah, outside. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a third. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they, what would he do right here? Should he pitch? Yes. I, I can see that. I know he, what he I would need, do in this situation. He needs to have a managerial type of insight from a player's point of view. From a player's point of telling view. Telling me, you know, yeah. Right. The ins and outs of the game. Yeah. We'll see. So, 
So baseball is here to stay. It's here to That's stay. It's the game. They, they, they gonna have a few closings. <laughs> so I, listen, I know this not gonna help for the uh, sponsorship, but I went out to lunch today, and uh, I won't call the place's name, but they were closed. All that tells me is you had COVID. If you were open yesterday and you closed today, somebody in your establishment got COVID. What does that mean that? Say what it mean then? I mean they couldn't pay the light bill. Nah, nah, the lights are on. <laughs> you wasn't taking no patrons in at lunchtime, at high peak hours, and you like for further notice, we're closed. That's all baseball. That system could have been down. Oh, okay. <laughs> baseball is gonna Okay, you say so oh, I'm sure you're not talking about McDonald's. Because their system's always down. What well, the ice cream system is always down. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about McDonald's. I'm talking about a sports bar facility. Like, you know, a restaurant, you know. I'm not going to call. I'm not even going to say similar to because you'd be like, it's them. It's not. I'm not going to call. I don't want to get sued. But how dare you talk about Magic City. This is DNA Sports Time. We're going to take a break. Yeah, we'll close that. <laughs> Fans only, baby. <laughs> Hello, this is DNA Sports Talk. This is Donna D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Make sure you follow DNA Sports Talk on Twitter. DNA Sports Talk on Instagram. DNA Sports Talk on Facebook. DNA Sports Talk on Snapchat. Reach us directly. DNA Sports Talk at Gmail. Our website. www.dnasportstalk.com. Wash your hands. Avoid sick people and touching your face. This station and the Beasley Best Community of Caring want to protect your family. Get everyday prevention tips at cdc.gov slash COVID-19. Are you tired of eating the same thing every week? Then wake up your taste buds and go to the best Nolan-style food in Atlanta. Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta has the best Cajun-style food, specializing in seafood. The Jazz Brunch on Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the best of both worlds. If you're a sports fan, they have several TVs and a great bar to watch your favorite team. Just be careful if the Saints are playing. Tell them DNA Sports Talk sent you. That's Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta, 3101 Carl Parkway, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. Enjoy food and life. Hey folks, Handsome Josh is here to reveal some big news to all the AM1100 listeners. I have an app. That's right, you can now check out all your favorite programs right here on The Real with The Real 1100 app. Whether it's sports, entertainment, or lifestyle, The Real 1100 definitely has you covered. So why don't you just tell me how much it's going to cost me? And here's the best part. It's available in your Google Play or Apple App Store, and it's free to download. Actually... You can count me in on this one. So download the Real 1100 app today and stay in tune with The Real. To some, the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much, but that's not true. They're testing out vowels and consonants and trying different sounds. And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on meaning, especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Okay, kids, Dad's going to teach you how to dance. First, spread your feet apart, then a pump to knee. Dance like a dad. It's a great way to make a moment with your kids. Visit Fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. 
And now back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWE 1100 AM. Hello, welcome back to DNA Sports Talk. We're bringing facts about sports. Don't agree. Say so. 404-603-8770. live on Periscope Facebook. Uh, so we finished talking about MLB and uh, Marlins catching the COVID-19. Corona. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't funny, but it's funny what you said. Um, yes, catching COVID-19, coronavirus, and having to uh, quarantine and shut down right now yeah. for the Marlins. They are completely shut down. We'll see how many games when that, that will be How lifted. many games it really affects and then the trickle-down effect from that. And then it'll be interesting to, uh, to see how baseball – can adjust and adapt and move forward or whatever. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Because um, they're one of the only franchises, uh, pro sports, that did not decide to use the bubble approach. The other teams, other professional organizations have decided to use a bubble. Seems to be working out. Uh, one is uh, Major League Soccer. The Atlanta United are out, unfortunately, and their uh, manager. Was got fired. Sure. I mean, they, they mutually agreement to, <laughs> to aka fired. Right. <laughs> you got you to say it correctly. Yeah, though. they mutually, mutually parted agreed. ways. You don't have to dress it up for us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I don't know what that means for Frank DeBoe, um going forward. He wasn't a, I won't say, he wasn't a very popular hire to begin with. Once um. Uh, Martinez is, yeah, the old coach that went um, was down to Mexico to start coaching the national the team. The national team in Mexico. I yeah. think so. The previous yeah. coach who won the championship. Correct. And then went, the, yeah. went down went there. Went back home. Went back home. Yeah. And then um, Darren Ells, who is the um, president of Atlanta United, brought in Frank. And it's. I, I guess they didn't like the style of play. I know everyone talks about how more offensive-minded and the Atlanta United was before he got there, that he was more of a defensive-minded coach to kind of put it in perspective of, like, football. He was like a defensive coach that came in where Atlanta was built to be an offensive attack, attack, attack correct type of team. But you lost your best player – so at that point, you would think you would need to play more defense. So it's like losing your starting quarterback. Yeah. What do you need to do now? You just need to win the 1-0 game. So you got to play more defense. Yeah. It's not, even though you're built to be a striking team, now you have to train the mindset to be more defensive-minded. And I thought they probably would have gave him another year because this is special circumstances. Yeah. You're in a, uh, a tournament of sorts for this particular season. And then next year evaluate it, but they were like, "No, nah, we didn't like it from the beginning." Basically, I, um, yeah, I think he, that just goes to show me that he never, never got people on his side in upper management. You know, I don't think this has anything to do with the players squalling or anything like that. I think this is truly a, you know, can I sit down in front of ownership? And explain what I'm doing, and get them to get them to buy into whatever or whatever the agreement was, and he's not fulfilling the agreement, maybe a style of play or whatever it is, and so they just cut and tie. I think 
because it's an odd season, because you got what's going on, I think this, if you're going to cut ties with somebody, this is the way to cut ties with them, especially if they don't don't seem to fit into your grand scheme. Grand scheme of things? Yeah. But, okay, so it was Tata. That's Martino. That was the previous coach. So last year, Atlanta United went 18-12-4, and, and they went second place in the East. Mm-hmm. They won the Lamar Hunt Trophy. And they won the um, Kappa Cup. So you started 2-0 and to begin the year before the season was cut short. But yet, you know, again, you go 0-3 down in the tournament. I guess it has to be they didn't buy into your style of play. Yeah. Because I mean, it, technically, if you look at the season, they were 2-3-0. Yeah. But, I, you know, again, I to your point, you said, you know, the circumstances. I don't, I don't re- recall seeing any headlines about players complaining about the coach or the style of coach. Um, but you know, who's yeah. to say that? You know, rumblings internally. Internally, but I feel the rumblings internally would be with the coach and upper management. Um, I, I, you know, you would then assume that <clears throat> Atlanta United is tight lip and nothing leaks out, but everything leaks out nowadays, right? So <laughs> at if, some if, point, right? If there was a problem with players or whatever, something's going to leak out. That didn't happen. So again, I believe the going zero and three, and and ownership looking like, you know, what were your reasons for going zero and three? And whatever those reasons were, valid or not, they were like, well, we need somebody who can do this do this better. Yeah. And maybe he just wasn't, and this is timing, maybe he just wasn't a crisis coach. Some coaches know how to how to coach how in to crisis. Coach, yeah. and some, you know, we take some coaches know how to coach um, in the league, and some coaches know how to coach when you got to catch up. You know what yeah. I mean? They, they they have their style may fit. So, you know, he just didn't have the guys that, ready to go. In that group, Group E, Columbus was 3-0, and Cincinnati was 2-1, and the Red Bulls were 1-2, and two, and then uh, Atlanta was 0-3. And winning produces this too, though. You know, you done started off. I want to. Uh, Second year, you won the champ. Yeah. Third year, I was a game away from being back. Back in there. Back in there again. And now this year, I'm looking to stay there. Or at least. You got to be a playoff team. Yeah, yeah. It's playoff or bust. Yeah. So, I mean. But again, this is extenuating circumstances. This is. Yeah, so, okay, you go one and two. Don't so, you got to. You keep it. You can't go over three. Don't go over three. <laughs> Okay, I give you that. Um, in Group A, it's a uh, it's a tie at the top between Orlando, which is two zero and one, and Philly, which is two zero and one. And then in Group B, you got San Jose two zero and one, and Seattle is one one and one. Group C, Toronto FC is one and zero and two. New England is the same one zero and two. Group D. Uh, 2-1-0 is KC, and Minnesota comes in at 1-0-2. Then Group E, as we mentioned, Columbus and uh, Cincinnati. Then Group F is Portland, 2-0-1. And And then the Los Angeles Football Club is 1-0-2. So that's what you're looking like in MLS and the uh, MLS's back tournament. So Philly against KC coming up on, I think, about three days. I look for one of those two, the winner of that one, to go on to win the championship, possibly. You see, it's kind of odd to talk about that and not mention Atlanta United. Owners it just be, don't sound owners, right, owners does want to be mentioned. <laughs> they want to be mentioned. They want to know that, you know, their team is, is involved. And so, 
I mean, I, I actually, again, I had no problem in, in him cutting the ties right now. And that just sends a precedent, you know, to anybody else coming in. We will not, you know, tolerate anything less but this. Now, granted, you can't win a championship any, every every year. But you but need you to got, be a playoff you, you contender. Need, you need to be, yeah. Even if you a game away from the playoffs, a game out, are you, or is it is it truly playoff? I think it's truly truly playoff. You out of here. You know what I mean? Unless you have something that happens where you lose your star players or you know players to injury, I think they would be accepting of that so, type of scenario, but not. So in this situation where you did lose your star player, yeah, but, but we suppose people to be coaching up to win at least one game, okay. one match, one game. <laughs> So that that goes into why we talk about LeBron not winning one game in the finals. You got to win that's, one. That's you. That's you. That's you with the that's the, a little salt. Insert, little salt. Insert the hate. That's no but, hate. Yeah, you, you can't. But you got to win one. You can't get swept though. Nah. nah oh, okay. So same thing. So the same principle, right? Yeah. Especially with that team. Now, granted, they didn't have Martinez, but their other teams are solid. So you're supposed to be able to win one game with that team. One game. Yeah. And okay. they and they've been used to not having them. So it wasn't like they, you know. They already went into the season not having them because they didn't have them toward the end of last season. So, it was, you know, it's not even, you can't even use that excuse where we wasn't used to playing without them. Mm. But it does make a big difference in not playing at home, too. You can yeah. see that as well because the way Atlanta gets behind this team is like no other. Yeah, yeah. They've been setting records for attendance, attendance throughout yeah. the world, not just Major League Soccer, but throughout the world as far as their attendance is concerned. So that also plays a – I'm trying to help him out a little bit on getting fired, even though he didn't win one. I'm trying to help – trying to help it out a little bit. He, he's not He's not built for he, – he's not built for he, – he, he's a he, – he guess he's a coach that needs to have things already set in place. He's not a coach that can adapt and, 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 and make things work when they aren't in place. Okay. So. Uh, Orlando made it to the Elite Eight. They're waiting the, the winner of the Seattle versus um, L.A. And uh, New York City FC is waiting on Portland and Cincinnati to figure out who will play them in the Elite Eight. And still in the Sweet 16, San Jose against uh, Salt Lake, which should be dropping the ball in about an hour. And then Columbus versus Minnesota at that point. Uh, one professional group who has wrapped up successfully uh, the first pro sport to successfully um, compete and complete an event is the women's National Women's Soccer League. Houston won that, the Houston Dash. Um, they never made the playoffs before. But again, under these circumstances, who knows what happened? <laughs> are you prepared? Do you have your team prepared? Or, you know, are your players prepared? And have they stayed mentally engaged to what's going on? All that, unfortunately, falls on the on, on the coach. Yeah. And uh, they ended up beating Utah. I mean, they're playing in Utah, excuse me, to uh, win the championship. Um, Rachel Daly was the MVP of that one. And, you know, she apparently, for some reason, just doesn't lose to... Uh, when she's playing with uh, Houston and defeating Chicago Red Stars. That's who it was. She's uh, been one of those players that no matter where she's been, she always seems to beat Chicago teams. So maybe that was the ace in the hole in having her on the squad. But, again, all of these teams that are in the bubble have successfully been able to make the transition and been able to hold up amidst the different uh, positive tests that have come and go forth, but 
again, the women's soccer have proven it can be done. You can make it through a season. Just like MLS, I look for them. And championship should be in three weeks, uh, around the middle of August, I want to say. I guess the one thing that we never put into consideration, you always talk about, oh, how they gonna want, how they gonna handle being secluded for X amount of time, days, months, or whatever. And we never thought about that. Maybe these players want to be away from home. Like, I mean, like, it's just, this is, and I don't mean that at, like they want to be away from their family or whatever, but want to be away where I don't have to be bombarded every day with COVID-19 to the, you know. I'm at work. I'm at work. Or I'm at work and I'm doing something I like to do. So, you know, I'm not bombarded with the political atmosphere all day. I'm not bombarded with whatever is going on. Um, uh, family-wise, personally, so you know, I am away from it all. So it's, it is, believe it or not, no stress. Right. They just go out here and play, have fun, get paid, and then I deal with whatever's going on, or I can peek in, you know, via phone call, via Zoom, via you know, FaceTime or whatever. But I don't have to be um, directly in the middle of it all day, and that is probably meant, being mentally free. I, but unless, you know, you know, obviously you had, you know, there may be death in the family and things of that nature that you have to go and take care of. But, right. you know, if everything at home is pretty much copacetic, then I can come here and be away from everything. And I think that we never considered that, that being a, a refuge. <laughs> For a we, we always looking at it as it possibly being a, more of a hindrance. A hindrance, yeah. Um, staying with the, the ladies, let's go basketball. We'll go WNBA. They started their season this past weekend. A lot of great games on TV. Shout out to the Atlanta Dream. Winning is. Yes, sir. Uh, 105-95. Great showing by Monique Billings. She dropped 30 and 13. She was looking like the second coming of Lisa Leslie out there. A uh, couple, uh, couple of steals, I want to say, too. Had a great game. Uh, the rookies are coming along. Um, we were talking about depth perception. I think for NBA and WNBA, it's good that you're in the same location, the same gym every single time because if you're not used to it, after you've had a couple of exhibitions and a couple of games, you're going to become used to it because it's going to be the same look every single time. Yeah. And I think that's going to make it easier. And you can ask any shooter, if I'm going to have the same setup every single time, I'm good with that. Once I, I learn it, my I visually accept it, then I'm good. And course that was for Monique and her first time out as they beat the wings and but of course all the talk was <laughs> what um was it not Seattle um the two teams that walked out before the national anthem was played uh, that was um Chicago and was it Chicago and Las Vegas or was it Connecticut and Minnesota about. Thanks, Connecticut, Minnesota. But yes, at first the report was they walked out during the national anthem, and then that brought all the outrage and you know everything else. And I think it was Holly Rowe who reported said, "Hey, I'm live. I'm here. That's not true. It was before the national." I'm oh, sorry. Anthem. It was Seattle and New York. It was Seattle. Okay, Seattle and New York. And Seattle on their uh, website and also on social media, they put out their starting five, and they all had Breonna Taylor's name because that's what all of the WNBA has been promoting this season is toward 
Breonna Taylor, the young lady in Louisville, Kentucky, who was killed by cops on a bad arrest warrant. But they have all wear their, her name underneath their name on the back of their jerseys. And they have all made a statement every time they play the game in recognition of that. Uh, I think she was 26, if I'm correct. So they had a 22nd second uh, moment of silence. Yeah. Uh, before the game, but of course these particular two teams decided to raise the ante on kneeling and decided to Before the national anthem was played go back into the locker room then once it was over come back out You okay with that? <laughs> Look at that laugh um, You might be surprised with my answer um, No, I, I no, I'm not okay with it and I'm not okay with it in the in, in the sense of um, I have no problem with the kneeling because when you go back and you look at it, kneeling is it, actually more, it came up as, as a sign of respect. Yeah, yeah. You know, you you kneel for a lot of different reasons, right? Um, the if you, I rather you not come out at all. Like I know you're gonna come out and do your, your shoot around and your warm up. But then you don't line up and then, for it and then, and then walk out. That's why I have. That's why I, I, I will have the issue. That to, to me is just as disrespectful as sitting down and leaving your hat on. You know what I mean? Like you know, I it could have been the Mexican national anthem. I'm gonna respect their national anthem and I'm gonna sit there and stand. You know, and acknowledge that they're that they're um, that they're projecting their sovereignty, you know, mm -hmm. for having a country. So no matter what country I may be in, and if it's this country and that national anthem is playing, I'm gonna at least give the respect to staying. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna walk out to the uh and that's just me. I'm not gonna walk out like if I'm at a game if I'm at a game right now and the national anthem comes on, I'm not gonna take the effort to walk out to the hallway and then come back in. That's just, I'm not gonna do that. You know what I mean? I, I'm gonna stand there and let you have your anthem and let you project your respect for you having so sovereignty, and then we move on. You know so what I mean? Should they not have been on the court at all? Like, should they have left before the national anthem yeah, yeah. started playing? Not, yeah. They did. They did, but they did. not not right before it starts. Like, if you do your regular shoot around, and then there's a time where you come back in, you know, you go back to the locker room, they, I, I would have done what the Pittsburgh Steelers did two seasons ago, where the guy sat in the, the guys with they the stood tunnel, in the tunnel in the tunnel, and, and then you had the one guy who was a former military. He, you know, he went he, a little he, further out. He went out or whatever. I have no problem with that. Matter of fact, that's how they used to do it before it all became televised. Actually, <laughs> you didn't have the national play at all. Uh, yeah, just it wasn't on TV. Yeah, it wasn't, right. it wasn't on TV. It was right, it wasn't televised. Right, yeah. correct. So that I'm that I'm good with. Now, granted, to try to make to get your point across, you your point, point across, across or whatever, you got to do something to be noticed. But I feel at the end of the day, is 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 the conversation going to be any more, any more, get more, any more hurt? Or are you going to yeah? Are you going to get people to actually hear what you're trying to say, or are you going to get them to sit, do what I just did and give you 15 minutes on why I think you should have did it? But do you? Th but at this point, don't you think? And I'm playing, I guess you could say, devil's advocate. Like, hey, we, we tried that part. It didn't work. The WNBA, 
um, has always been in the forefront of social justice. Mm-hmm. We had Maya Moore take off two years now yeah. for that, and how they have lauded her. I mean, this this goes back to uh, Minnesota saying that they weren't going to be bothered with the Minnesota Police we, Department yeah. or what happened to uh, Great Hoyt. No, well, uh, well, 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 what's been happening in Minnesota for the last two or three years? You know what I mean? Right now, but I'm saying they have always been at the forefront of this. So maybe, maybe they were like, we've gone beyond kneeling, and I'm (laughs) at that point to where they're like, okay, let's do something real drastic so that it's seen and heard. Yeah, but nah, (laughs) I, 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 no, I just think that. So we, if you keep we, going down the same path with the same results, I, I don't. I listen. You switch I, up your task tactics. Yeah, but okay. no, so I mean, you, they you, did. Yeah, yeah, and that, and, and that. So they did. That and to me, this doesn't get them any closer to what they're looking for. I, <laughs> I feel the kneeling has done what it's supposed oh, to so have you done. Like Jay Z, you beyond kneeling, like Cap? no, I mean continue kneeling. I feel you keep on. I know, I, I know you mess with me, but I feel you continue to kneel. I feel the kneeling does everything. The kneeling checks off all the boxes, and the kneeling is not disrespectful. People want to claim that the kneeling is disrespectful. That's the thing. People still think it's disrespectful. Yes, and, that, and that's fine. You can still, still don't get it. They still don't get it, and that's fine. But I know, at the end of the day, that the kneeling is not disrespectful. You know that, though. No, no, that's fine. I mean, it's gonna take a while for people. Listen. We, we knew at one point in time Muhammad Ali wasn't being disrespectful. But it took most people to come on board 60, 70, 80 years later, right? So this kneeling, the kneeling is not disrespectful. But the planning to hear a national anthem and then to turn around and then walk out before it's played, I don't know how you slice that other than to be disrespectful. It, I'm... Okay, so the, the the pump fake is disrespectful. Mm-hmm. If that's what it is, yeah, the pump. Okay, fake. yeah, but so I mean, I just I don't think this particular move gets them any gets us any closer. So what about the names on the back of the jerseys? That's fine. I have I, the, the moment I, of silence. I'm, I'm with the moment of silence. I'm with the having the um, information on the court. I'm oh with, yeah, the I'm, Black Lives Matter I'm on the with, court. I'm with um, say her name. Say her name. I'm with your hashtag. I'm with the players who can afford it that have now put their energy into um, outside um, outside social uh, Justice. uh, justices. And we've, yeah. seen, and we've seen that already work. Maya Moore I, uh, getting the gentleman. Renee Montgomery getting them, out of, getting them out of prison yep. um, on life sentence when he, he was, was not wrongly convicted. wrongly convicted. I have no problem with all of that. I, I honestly, but I'm not going to go down the road where I can literally see an argument that is on the side of you being disrespectful for whatever sovereignty. But it was before the national anthem. I get it. I, I get they it. They did not walk out during the national anthem, though. I, I, I get it. You don't cut the heads. <laughs> I get it. I just feel what I rather you. I rather you kneel and and pay your appropriate respects while still while still protesting. Protesting. Yeah. Okay. It'll be interesting to see that, going all, forward know. if they will do something like this. I think now, though, I guess it's time th- for the discussion, though. Seriously. Yeah. I think at this point, it is time for the discussion with the NFL coming along uh, in a matter of a couple of months and starting games, hopefully. So, that, okay, go ahead. 
better question. Maybe it's time for the national anthem not to be televised at all, or maybe not even played well, no, before I, a game. Well, no, you can have it played before the game. Just stop taking a check. And see, that's no. That, I'm, I'm talking about across the board, everywhere. Well, though. I, I don't, I don't, I don't mind. I don't mind any of those. I don't, I don't mind any of those things if if it's chosen to to do so. Right. I have a problem when my problem is when people who are actually taking the knee is not being disrespectful. If you ask anybody in the military, you know, on what taking the knee is, they take the knee for several different reasons. At war, doing war, you know, all all these things is is not a disrespectful move. And so you just got to continue to beat that into people's head to understand that it's not disrespectful. Some people ain't gonna recognize it. And they're not gonna recognize it. I, I get it. And I just I mean that was like the um who is it? The San Francisco? They all came out before the national anthem in their game and kneeled. Yeah. Uh, it was and before you, and, the national anthem. One couple, of the players, um, a couple of guys, Coonrod, he yeah. he stood so, up. It's fine. I'm happy. No. Right. And uh, I think Tampa Bay did the same thing. I'm not with. I'm not with his his reasoning. I'm not with his because reasoning. he's Christian. Christian. I'm not Christian. with. I'm not his with his reasoning. His reasoning. Because I'm a Christian. Yeah. Which means you should understand where all's going on. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I, you know, his reasoning didn't make sense. You know from you know what he explained but i have again i have no problem if you, one person decides to kneel another person decides to stand. to stand up that's that's not the issue at all to me that's you still are paying your proper respect or having respect for whatever's going on um i just don't necessarily agree i understand him trying to make a statement i don't yeah. i guess i'm talking about what is the cost benefit of doing it do you get more with doing it or, you know, but when you come to that point where it, you it know, don't matter, it don't matter. So why it. not make a bold statement? I, I get it. I, I get it. I just well, it, I mean, just from what I gather, it sounds like you're more in favor of there being some kind of demonstration during the anthem rather than right before not being present during the anthem. As far as like not being on the court or the field, if you're going to do something, it's a bet. It makes a bigger impact if it's during the national anthem. Yeah. 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 If you kneel or if you want to fist up or anything, do something during the anthem instead of just leaving. Correct. Correct. So, again, that brings in a point. Should it even be done at this point? The only. I know for sure that uh, if they're getting money to to televise the national anthem, the NFL is going to take that check every single time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and And that's what I'm saying. People don't realize that there is, you know, you're paying for patriotism. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, is, is is it really, is the NFL or the WNBA or the NBA or the Major League Baseball, they're doing any of this because they are truly patriotic? Or they're doing well, this they're because... Well, they're truly patriotic, then that means photographers, videographers, yeah. everybody, they would have to tell everybody to stop what they're doing. Yeah. And just if you're it. being truly patriotic. I get you. Yeah, Someone the, hide the, the flag they pulled out. Um, <laughs> tell the Jets have, to stay grounded. Yeah, yes. You, all if that. you're doing yeah. truly, yeah, if it's yeah. truly patriotic, then all that will happen. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a, I think I just had the word. You just, I just lost it. But it's, it's a show. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, with the NFL, it's, it's an advertisement for the military. For, for, yeah. 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 So they're not going to stop doing it. So again, you're going to, I would rather you, rather you be out there. Right. But well, so far, but some people don't matter. Damn, you do. Damn, you don't. <laughs> and it be and it be the same people that's fussing about it that couldn't tell you the words to the anthem anyway. 
Washington Mystics, <laughs> LA Sparks, <laughs> Seattle Storm, of course, right here, I Atlanta Dream, <laughs> Minnesota Lynx, and Chicago Sky, all 1-0. Okay. Uh, this DNA Sports Talk will come right back. The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. Jackie Robinson. When you hear that name, you automatically think of strength and courage. You think of someone who broke down barriers. It's time to add another name to those qualities. Cicero Murphy. Haroling from New York, he is the only black American world title winner and Hall of Fame inductee into the Professional Billets Hall of Fame. Did he endure the same treatment as Robinson? What motivated him to get to the top of a Caucasian-dominated sport and stay there? Pick up a copy of the book, Big City Nights, the biography of the legendary Cicero Murphy. It is beautifully written by his grandson, Tyreek Murphy, recounting what made his grandfather a historic man. You can go to Amazon and get a copy of the book for your Kindle or in paperback form. Make sure you go and read about the billiards Jackie Robinson, Big City Nights, the biography of Cicero Murphy. This is DNA Sports Talk. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Check us out each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on WWE AM 1100 or DNASportsTalk.com. If you're more than a Falcons, Hawks, and Braves fan, Check out the latest and greatest in sports and news on MLB, PGA, NASCAR, WNBA, NBA, NFL, and NCAA news. Hey, I'm Murfinetti. You can say Murfinetti Collection is the newest comfortable, luxurious, and trendy exclusive fashion line that fits its diverse clientele. From the music industry, to the sports world, to the judicial system, to the political world. <laughs> To the average everyday professional, Murfinetti Collection is the new way of life. www.murfinettifashions.mybigcommerce.com Once again, you can shop Murfinetti Collections at murfinettifashions.mybigcommerce.com Hey folks, just a quick reminder that no matter the time of the day and no matter what day of the week, East Coast, West Coast, all points in between, we are always on. So go to your app store and download the Real 1100 app and listen wherever and whenever. The Real, Real, Real. And now back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWWE 1100 AM. Hello, welcome back to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don of DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. We bring the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so. 404-603-8770 is that number to call in. 404-603-8770. Or share your thoughts, comments, questions on Facebook, as well as Periscope. Uh, we just finished talking about the WNBA and their, how they handled the um, protests by leaving before the National Anthem. Um, I wanted to go back to baseball for a second. Uh, San Francisco, uh, since, since we're discussing women, 
uh, Alyssa Nankin became the first woman to coach in on-field capacity during a Major League Baseball game. You're right. Excellent. Congratulations to her and the Giants for doing that. How soon before we have a, a manager? A uh, skipper? Uh, way down the road. Way down the road? Way down the road. I mean, you got to have some in the pipeline, right? I mean, I, it, baseball is one of those things where, you know, how many young baseball managers do you have? It, really, the last five to seven years, you started seeing guys. Recycle. Um, we, you know, no, new guys. Oh, new guys. Come new in. guys come in, but you know, even with them, they've played twenty years. You know, um, with the Yankees, and the Yankees kind of always keep guys, you know, from their own tree players. Yeah. Especially if you win a ring, you know, you get a chance. Yeah, right. um, I think Boston had their guy. Uh, um, he played with played with the organization. He played with the Yankees too, and whatnot. Um, who just got let Carrera. go? Carrera. Um, so. They just really started, you know, all those guys, let's say, are 45 plus, right? Younger, you know, somewhere between 39 and 45. But your average skipper is 62. I'm, <laughs> you know, they're older guys. It's, that's that's Justin not, Baker is just got another job. It's like when yeah. in doubt, get one of the older guys. guys. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's a, you know, we can we talk about how many African-Americans get chances. It'll be... It's, it's you know, long time before I see before I see a, a woman lead a major league team as a skipper. She might you know she can be I can see first base, first base, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that happening you know rather soon, but I just can't see her. You, you think know. it'll happen sooner than uh, a female NFL head coach since there are more no. teams hiring I see female coaches. I see a female NFL coach before I see a major league. Baseball. Female skipper, because they already ahead. I already I can name four or five young ladies now in the league that are position coaches. What's the young lady that Arizona, um, San, Francisco. San Francisco. So you know what I mean. They actually even have more women in in management um, and leadership some, roles in the NFL than Major League Baseball. They, Major was League it Baseball the is the that just had. Um, they put a female as one of the scouting coaches. I want to say yeah. as a scout. Yeah, I, I believe so. I yeah. think it was the Falcons. Yeah. yeah. So no I, NFL. <laughs> NFL would be, and they still eons before a woman to be a coach. So, Major League Baseball, baseball light years. <clears throat> before they, before yeah, that ever yeah, happened. Yeah. Hmm, okay. Um, let's go boxing. <laughs> Tyson. Talk about old. I, know, <laughs> I didn't want to make that segue, but you I, said I, it. I did it. <laughs> AARP boxing. Tyson versus Roy Jones. What are we going to get out of that fight? Is, is it going to be like the movie Grudge Match, or is it going to be a decent exhibition? It all depends on what they talk about before they go in and fight. I don't think there's no turning off. I think Roy Jones will go in thinking it's an exhibition. I think Mike Tyson, Tyson will go in there ready to hit somebody out the rake. <laughs> Tyson only got one, one yeah, speed. Yeah, on. on. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I... I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> I know everybody, and that's the. I guess that's the crazy part about it is, we're clamoring for for something, and uh, I gotta give a shout out to Dana White in UFC. Even though I don't, I'm not a fan of it, he puts the fights on. We talked about it. he puts on the fights when they're supposed to happen at the time both are in their prime or whenever mm -hmm. the fans are ready to and see he's it. He still don't hold a candle to boxing because whenever a boxing heavyweight match, the world All, shuts down. Everybody goes to that. <laughs> Whoever Floyd Mayweather was fighting. Yeah, it it was shut it, down. 
It happens, right? As much as UFC got going, like I said, to your point, they got going on. They had the fights. They have a strong following, and they whatever. had to the fight down in the island and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. It and came don't hold great. a candle to when boxing is ready to come back and have whatever boxing what? wants to do. And this is an exhibition. Yeah, and people are are talking about it because we've seen Tyson sparring and practicing. Haven't seen any clips of Roy Jones, and maybe that's a good thing. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't see any clips until well, we saw we saw time. we saw a clip of Holyfield. What up, Holyfield, hometown homie? We saw a clip of Holyfield. Everybody was like, nah, Holyfield, you, you <laughs> no. look slow. Yeah. You, if they sped it up, you still look slow. <laughs> and yo, so. But you wouldn't take a punch from him, though. Th- there, oh, are yeah. videos, <laughs> there are videos of Roy Jones, though, out there. Is it? Like recent. Like the I past seen month it. or so. Okay, but not since the announcement has been made. I don't think it's been any since. Mike Tyson's been. Maybe not. Mike Tyson's spending that. Spending that. Uh, the hibiscus money on his videos, though. You know, he making a fortune on his. Uh... I'm I'm gonna I'm looking up when this Roy Jones Jr. video was because it's uh, it's been put on a couple of websites. Okay, I, tweet, I hadn't seen it. If that's I tweet what I was out, if I tweet out this Tyson video, it don't look nothing like. Uh, th- this is from Saturday. Okay. This most recent video. How you look? Uh, he he hitting the speed bag, but it. I don't know about if there's any speed with it. <laughs> like I said, that I, I can't wait for it though, to be honest, because it has see, and they slowed it. Down. See, it was it was in regular speed, then they slowed it down. Him hitting the speed bag, so I I don't know. I yeah, that's the optical illusion. He wants yeah. y'all to think that he's slow until he get in the ring. I know Tyson's sparring coach looks scared. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the padding and getting out the way. Yeah, does it hurt? <laughs> <laughs> it's still getting through. It's still getting through. Um, it's going to be fun. Again, boxing. September uh, 12th. You saw the undercard. Nate Robinson against Jake Paul. Jake Paul of uh, YouTube Phenom. Yeah, I feel like it's already a, a circus with that. With because that. in following uh, uh, Jake Paul, as far as his YouTube stardom, Right. He is one of the, the biggest stars on YouTube, and it's a world that not a lot of people even pay attention to. <laughs> yeah. But he's had a couple of fights already against other YouTubers. But it, it's already turning into uh, the, the undercards, maybe sideshows like that, because it's, I think Tyson is having a, it's a League of Legends type of thing. Right. To where. Former athletes are gonna get back are gonna fight way. each other. Yeah. yeah. So this is, <clears throat> but you know what is smart though? You bring all those viewers from YouTube though, right? Over the, to it. So like, I mean, Jake Paul is the he's he has one of the most <laughs> uh, biggest fan bases yeah. on YouTube. That's so, what this yeah. is about. This yeah. is all about viewership. This and is about raising the numbers as far as viewership is concerned. And I would be surprised if they don't rival the amount of viewership as the Pacquiao Mayweather. Well, I, I mean. Now, I think it'll be along those lines. The one thing boxing has to have to figure out is, I mean, granted, one, you need some relevant boxers, right? Got to have that. But they also have, over the years, they have have lacked. The one thing that always messes boxing up is the dispute on the money and then how long the fight's going to take. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, I'm a person that would, we just, what's the, we just, what's my man we just had fight? And I wonder, um... He was talking about his suit was too heavy. And that's why. Oh, uh, Wilder. No, Wilder. Wilder and, and, and Fury. Fury. So, and everybody wanted to see that fight again in six months. 
So there's an appetite for boxing fans to see these fights turn around faster. Um, and so I wonder if someone, if people like YouTube and whatever can now infiltrate boxing and be able to do what UFC has done to be like, you know what? Hey, you have fighters out here. We've had boxers on the on the show. Yeah, those are they're good boxers. We went Solid. to we, we went to went to the, the couple of fights. You know, so there is there is boxing. There's an underground uh, uh, undercard, if you want to say, of box boxing fans that want to see this, these fights out here. The problem has been the people that handle handle the big boys. They're slow. The wheels turn slow. You got old folks. You know they're. Granted, they're manipulating their their crooks, you know. Right, right, right. All I think that it wasn't just just till last weekend that um, Tyson and um, Don King finally made up. Yeah. After what twenty years yeah, of yeah. being bitter with each other yeah. over money, that yeah. they now have finally squashed their their beef yeah. with each other. So I, I just think, well, hopefully, if you know this happens and you get some you know some fresh minds in there. Yeah, but and, the thing is, and to take over boxing as far as the marketing of it and whatnot. I don't think it's the okay. So I agree that there is some marketing that needs to take place. However, you gotta have the boxes that people know. So going back to promoting the fights on you know, Friday night fights or whatever, yeah. uh, Wild World of Sports on ABC. See, yeah. Where you learn who these guys were when they were them. when they were undercards yeah, yeah. to someone else. Then they came up through the ranks. So mm -hmm. now I know that person. I followed them enough matches to know, you know, how well they fight or what's their weaknesses yeah. to when they I clamor to see them on the big stage now. The problem is not having the the problem is not having the the, the, the heavyweight world fight or the middle the middle middleweight world the, 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 the title fight for the for the belt. The problem is all the undercard fights or the the fights that happen at in Mississippi, you know, at the um What's the the casino down there? Um, uh, in Biloxi. In Biloxi. Biloxi. You know they, they the, the the those fighters are there. You know, I didn't know until we started having fighters here on the show that there's um, Atlanta has a big community. A big community. Right. You know. You know. Until we went to that that one boxing match at um at the um, Revel. At Revel. So they got to do a better job. To your point, of making household names, but they got to do a better job of having these fights on where people can see it, and or you know. I would say create a boxing channel, but no one's watching the boxing channel because we don't know who they are. So maybe people watch YouTube. So you know, maybe now YouTube is able to take those fights and now be able to promote those, promote those fights. And now I can get to learn a local guy, Dres the Champ. You know what I mean? And follow him, and hopefully, you know, now that he has a following, now he might be able to get that fight nationally that he they wasn't he wasn't able before. to get it before. Well, now the uh, the fight is going to be it's going to be on pay per view, but also um, a music streaming app called Triller. If you may have seen some some people make Instagram videos, and we'll put the videos on mm -hmm. Instagram, and you see the Triller logo in the you know the bottom yeah. left corner or something. Yeah. So it's a lot. It's an app that a lot of uh, kids use, like TikTok. Okay. So, yeah. but and the fight's going to be on there. So. There's going to be a, a lot of, there's going to be some different ways for anybody to watch the fight. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. You know, so that's, I ain't paying for it, but I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take your $49.99 and watch it. Better use it that same night. They, if they ask me, did I admit that person? I'm like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> They're not authorized. <laughs> Everybody going to have it for free. Everybody going to have it for free. <laughs> 
Oh, uh, NHL going to start August 1st. That'll be a Saturday, Saturday and Sunday, August 1st and 2nd. They will be back because they finally got their litigations resolved. And they just announced today out of, what was it, 4,256? I think I got the numbers correct. No positive tests. They they have been going in stages, and now they're that was stage four. So nobody tests positive. All systems go at this point. And so we'll look forward to seeing NHL. They were the last professional sport to to decide to yeah. start up. And they had some other issues, too, not just with the testing, but, again, they had their, to figure their out. Their collective bargaining agreement was on the table. Where are you going to play at? Because I can't get into Canada. So, you know, where? Yeah, everyone's, uh, er, well, yeah, everyone's going to be in Canada. Yeah. Eastern in, uh, Eastern Conference in Toronto, Western where, Conference Edmonton. in, uh, in Edmonton. Edmonton. Yep. So they, they, they did what baseball should have did. Had two Pretty locations. Much, two keep everybody right there. And they showed the pictures um, from the different arenas already set up and ready to go. Mm-hmm. As they said today, stages are set, or rather yesterday, stages are set in uh, Scotiabank Arena and Rogers Place in Edmonton. And, uh, Man, RBC, Royal Bank Canada, y'all didn't get any of that? <laughs> Missed out an opportunity. So that'd be interesting to see. Oh, we want to go back to WNBA. Well, we're going into NBA now, but shout out to Kyrie giving $1.5 million to supplement the income of WNBA players who missed the season, no matter what the reason was. If it was for COVID-19, your health, social justice Lyme disease. Right, taking 60 pills a day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, what, whatever your reason was, giving one point five to shout out. Uh, one point five million to supplement the income. So shout out to Kyrie on that. Still don't believe the world is flat like you do, Kyrie. I but but I agree with you on this point. The love Indeed. is round. The world is flat but the love is round. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to him for that. Uh, also NBA um, exhibition games are in full swing. Everybody has been played the beard dropped what thirty one points in thirty minutes? Was 30 points in 31 minutes either way. Oh, 7 to 15 shooting. Quite efficient for somebody who's a volume shooter to be playing that well. Um, Westbrook had to leave. He came back in. Yo, I can ride. I can ride. Two guys get hot. I can ride them for two and a half months. Yeah. I mean, he put on the show. And going against uh, John Morant. More than likely would be the rookie of the year for yeah. the Memphis Grizzlies. Oh, we forgot last week to talk. Yeah, we did, yeah. Uh, MVP this year. Since the season has, they said that the regular season is officially over as far as voting for uh, awards and everything. Greek Freak. Greek Freak MVP? Yeah. Because AD is going to take enough votes away from mm-hmm. LeBron? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I see Greek Freak being the MVP. Do you think he also wins Defensive Player of the Year, which has only happened – Twice, twice in NBA history where it happened in the same year. I know Kevin Garnett has won both won awards, both, right. but it's only happened twice where the same guy won it the same year. Um, tell me your stats on the defensive side. I think AD will probably get it. Yeah. Uh, give me a second to pull it up here. Coach of the year. So we talked about this off air before we even talked about on air. I initially was like Bud should win Bud. twice in a row, but the way the, Scott Nurse. The way Scott Nurse in Tor- Toronto. Nick Nurse. Nick, Nick Nurse. Nurse. Thank you. Nurse. Got uh, got them um, got them playing. You know, yeah. they're, they're a three seed or yeah. a four seed. Three. Um, you know, 
I had them and an AC, maybe not even in the playoffs. playoffs. Yeah, you got everybody elevated their game. You, you know, you basically converted uh, uh, what's a Siakam? Siakam to is uh, now uh, he, he's a he's a he's a go-to. Yeah, he's almost a superstar. He's a star. He's a star. You know, but you got a team full of um, team full of guys who have been motivated and haven't lost focus. You know, you, you win a ring That's and then you try to figure out you, and then you lose your star player, right? Your your best guy, um, and you know to be. I, I got nerves. And on the this East one. is not. Now, granted, the East is not the West, but the East is Still. not as bad as it was doing. You, you give a shot, you hit LeBron with one. The East is not as bad as when LeBron was going in nine years in a row. It ain't, it ain't that. It ain't like that. You know, six, seven, seven, eight, and seven, eight, and nine, seven, eight, nine, and ten are bad, but one through six are solid. Are, are solid teams. You know, so to um, be in a solid third and fourth uh, seed um, yeah. in the East. And to have a and to have an above five hundred against the West teams, I, 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 I give it to yeah, I go to nurse. Okay, yeah. with Giannis, he's averaging um, what's his total? Uh, his defensive rating is ninety six point five. This is what they're gonna go by. Uh, he leads the league in defensive win shares. Okay, I need blocks. Rebound. He averages one block and one steal. Um, his defensive rebounding percentage is top 10 well top 15 uh, defensive that's Anthony Davis (laughs) you said enough to say he's going with he's Uh, going with AD well his with this uh, defensive win his defensive win shares is number one AD is um, number 23 in defensive win shares he is averaging 1.5 steals and 2.4 blocks. AD it looks better. I understand the percentages, but AD getting two more, getting two two to one blocks looks better. To to the eye. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking at steel steals and blocks, then yeah, it would look like it would be someone like AD, AD. But and how many rebounds is AD getting? He's averaging. Um, Got to be double digits. Uh, he's averaging nine point four rebounds. Mm, and Giannis is well, what? Giannis is averaging thirteen point seven. Ooh, Ooh, maybe not. Eh, maybe not. But I know, like the you know, if people are going to look at the advanced statistics, like defensive win shares. Yeah. Who has the better record? Milwaukee. Milwaukee. So my boxes are: Do I have a better? Do I have a better record than you? Do I have? Do I average more rebounds than you? Do I average more blocks than you? And when I say rebounds, you know, off uh, defensive and offensive. You know what I mean? Total, well, total, and in, in total. But um, so it look like Giannis might get both. Then, yeah, if that's the case. Because well, yeah, if you that, take Giannis off the, the team, period, everything falls down. Yeah, offensive it, production and defensive production. If you take AD off. I got LeBron, LeBron keeps him afloat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Milwaukee. it's one of those situations where LeBron and AD are canceling each other out, mm-hmm. probably on both sides. Yeah, Milwaukee, uh, they're third in the league as a team in blocks per game. No, uh, yeah, you do got to you do got to consider you got you got Lopez. Down. Two, yeah, two other two other seven footers. I don't know if Lopez blocks shots like that, but I, I understand where you're going. Uh, yeah. They lead the league in uh, total rebounds Chain per shots. game. How about for Lopez? Yeah, Chain shots. Shot. I still got. My, my, He's still a, a big guy. My, seven my, feet is still seven feet. My front court goes 6'10", 7'1", 7'2". You know what I mean? <laughs> Long wingspan yeah, across yeah. the board. Even on the bench. Yeah. They got guys that come off the bench that are 6'10", 
plus. Well, then, if that's the case, I could see him possibly winning both. Um, Milwaukee's also there. Oh, that's an that's an offensive stat. Never mind. Uh, defensive rebound defensive rebounding percentage. They're number one. Uh, defensive rebounds per game. They're number one. Uh, their defensive rating. They're number one. So if, if the they whole, have this great yeah. team defense, you might look at the team's team, best defensive best, the player. player. Right. Yeah, correct. So. All right. Congratulations with, to Giannis. <laughs> you know, and probably the last time, one, I bet one of the last times someone won both probably was uh, Lou Alcinda when he was no, in Milwaukee. The last one was Hakeem Olajuwon. Hakeem okay. Olajuwon. And oh, before yeah. that was Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Okay. And Kevin Garnett has won one, both, both of them. Not the same year. Not the same year. Okay. All right. Six Man of the Year Award. I got, I got Lou again, or Montreal. I got, I got one of the Clippers winning it. Well, I know Lou gonna get it now. So then Lou, Lou probably may not get it now. So he's six man, he's six man a year at the MC, right? <laughs> <laughs> off the he, bench, he MVP, off, he MVP. He ain't even no six man. Off the bench, baby. He a starter. He a starter. He gets he's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately. Now, I, um. I got. I might go Montreal this time. Okay, but it is. It'll be one of the two. I go with Lou. You go with Lou. I go with Lou. I would like to see him get it again, but one I one player that's going to get some uh, a lot of looks, Dennis Schroeder. Oh, he's going to get some yeah. votes. Yeah, Schroeder's um, in uh, he's OKC. In a, in OKC. I think. Yeah, I think Montrez Harrell is going to win. Um, Schroeder will get some votes. George Hill. Dante DiVincenzo may get some votes. Derrick Rose may get some votes, even though the Pistons didn't make the playoffs. Man, uh, man. Dwight be, Howard might get some votes, the, too. You got you to gotta be gotta in the playoffs. playoffs. Six man a year. You got to be in the playoffs. Got to be. Yeah. That's the reason why you want you to come off the bench. Because you, you, you get started minutes. And you, you help us win. True. Is Not, it possible Siakam could get most improved again? It's he's he's been in the conversation, in the conversation. strangely, yeah. but he I mean he did take another step. Another step, yeah. He went from the most improved and could he be a superstar <laughs> to he's a star. Yeah, I mean he has a legit... on the team with that was counted out. Yeah, he, I mean, what I can see him getting in it again. What a lot of people like want to go with, uh, a lot. I think Luka Doncic is gonna steal it because I felt like Siakam yeah. stole it from D'Angelo Russell last year I thought it was D'Angelo Russell the whole time okay. I think Luca is gonna is getting that kind of uh, so from rookie of the he's year getting that kind of attention rookie of the year to most improved yeah but you it's know the, the, the problem I had with most he had a triple double was it yesterday yeah. yesterday yeah, the, the, I won't say the problem the issue that I have with the most improved award is um, expectations. So usually some players have the expectation and they, if they meet it, then did you improve? You, get, you, you kind of see where my argument is going? Whereas I want to give the most improved to a guy who did not have the expectation. So I guess Siakam and Luke, Luca has a different type of expectation than, than Siakam. You know what I mean? Luca has a superstar expectation. 
So I need I need Luka Doncic to be in the conversation of it's your MVP. Well, he was. Then I then then not. I mean, <laughs> but I mean, I just you know both of them have. So been. so any growth that Luka Doncic because of his overall expectation coming in, you know, from a championship they, they, European, but Saki, Siaka, they nobody know who he was until last year. Right, but I'm saying, so coming into this season, you thought they were going to be a decent team. I think nobody had him higher, the whole team higher than a six seed. Yeah. For them to be third and playing so well, and he's the reason why, that is a huge improvement. Correct. Because yeah. he's yeah. now had to take on the role that um, Kawhi yeah. left. And he's, and he's outdone the expectations of what that was put on there. The expectation that Luca has, he he's trying to meet them, but he has not outdone them. The, I don't know. The players you're going to hear the most about are Luca and Brandon Egram, Bam Adebayo, Brandon Ingram had, had and it. Jason Tatum. Tatum, it's going to be yeah, one of those guys. So. Ta- t- to, Tatum, me, I- to me, Tatum and Tatum and Luca are in that same kind of conversation. We expect them to be a superstar. That's our expectation. I don't care if you did better this year. You you need to exceed being a super, being to the superstar level. So if Boston were one seed, then that would be yes, be different. Okay. Now Brandon Ingram is a good, especially if New Orleans winds up making the um making the playoffs. Yeah, but it's our, this is before. This has to be previous. Well, then, right they, now. but they were they were well they were right there. So yeah, I I think what what may hurt Ingram is one they're <clears throat> they're outside looking in. Yeah, even though they're in, in Orlando, and but also overall Zion. Once Zion came into the picture, we forgot about Brandon Ingram, yeah. and Ingram made the All Star team. Yeah, right. If I'm I had Siakam. if if I had some, I'm still going with Siakam. I'm gonna ro- we'll go with your pick with Siakam, but I wouldn't mind Ingram getting it. Even though they didn't make the playoffs, they were in playoff contention. So you know, and Zion only played what twelve games. Twelve games <laughs> before point, all this happened. You before know, before all mean? of this happened, right? Um, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll finish up our discussion on uh, your boy Lou Will. This is DNA Sports. Come on, Atlanta! Y'all losing ten to five, top of the six. Let's go. Eleven hundred AM. Be right back. Six. The staff here at Real 1100 AM would like to encourage you to social distance yourselves. While you may feel disconnected, you can always connect with us at real1100.com. So remain at a safe distance. Call, text, or email a friend and tell them to join you at real1100.com. Hello, this is DNA Sports Talk. This is Donna D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Make sure you follow DNA Sports Talk on Twitter. DNA Sports Talk on Instagram. DNA Sports Talk on Facebook. DNA Sports Talk on Snapchat. Reach us directly. DNA Sports Talk at Gmail. Our website. www.dnasportstalk.com. Are you tired of eating the same thing every week? Then wake up your taste buds and go to the best Nolan style food in Atlanta. Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta has the best Cajun-style food, specializing in seafood. The Jazz Brunch on Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the best of both worlds. If you're a sports fan, they have several TVs and a great bar to watch your favorite team. Just be careful if the Saints are playing. Tell them DNA Sports Talk sent you. That's Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta, 3101 Carl Parkway, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. Enjoy food and life. 
Hey, folks, just a quick reminder that no matter the time of the day and no matter what day of the week, East Coast, West Coast, all points in between, we are always on. So go to your app store and download the Real 1100 app and listen wherever and whenever. The Real, Real, Real. And now, back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWWE 1100 AM. Hello, welcome back to DNA Sports Talk. We're bringing the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so. 404-603-8770. is the number to call in. Facebook, Periscope, we're live right now. Um, before we went to break, we were discussing NBA and we were talking about our six-man. We are both going... Uh, right now, we're probably Montreal or the Clippers yeah. or Lou Williams. And, of course, Lou has been making the news this past weekend. He had to go to a family friend's father passing away yeah. who was a father figure to him. Mm-hmm. At first, it was reported as his grandfather, but it was someone extremely close to him, mm-hmm. a father figure. So he left, went to the funeral, stopped by Magic City picked up some more likely his wings because if you don't know at Magic City there's a flavor called Lou Will which is lemon pepper and barbecue took a picture with a rapper um, Jack Harlow thank you got put up on Instagram and next thing you know it went viral of course that Lou Will was there and now he will be quarantined for 10 days uh, when he coming back into Orlando all the big fuss is being made about him being at Magic City, which, when we were talking off the break, Alex Caruso, who was uh, for the Lakers, who was going to attend his sister's wedding, more than uh, 100 people plus, he would have had to quarantine 10 days. Mm-hmm. So it's not the fact that Lou Will went to Magic City. It's the fact that if Anybody? you don't test every single day while you're out, it's 10 days. Yeah. Now, Zion, who left for personal reasons, had four because he tested every single day while he was gone. Those are the rules. So, people are making a big deal about because it was Magic City. Well, the food is good there, so I heard. It don't matter. It was Magic City. If you had a restaurant. So, you heard. Okay. (laughs) I heard. I heard. (laughs) So, I'm I'm, going to help Uncle Shay Shay out, though. Uh, a couple of places have closed. He ain't been to Atlanta in a while. In a while, he you started know naming. So, you know, Pink Pony clothes. They shut down. <laughs> COVID, rest in COVID. peace. <laughs> uh, uh, Follies. Follies. They, don't, they ain't looking too good. <laughs> they, might, they might be closed. Rest in peace. <laughs> Strokers. They should have been closed. <laughs> uh, that, that's about all. Say, Uncle Shay Shay. Them, them two for sure. Pink, Pink Pony is done. Done. And, and Follies ain't looking too well. Because of COVID, but I think everybody the else. Cheetah? Well, Cheetah only really the only time you want to go to Cheetah is when the NCAA is in. They have the four days and all the girls <laughs> with everybody's. Uh, everybody who, you heard. Everybody who made tournament. <laughs> you know, if I understand, you know what I mean. From what you've been told, everybody went. You know, everybody's in the tournament. All the girls with it with a different with, teams. Different teams. You know what I mean. So, and you get to watch the first couple of days. First couple of days, and <laughs> then you know the first round, round robin, and whatnot. You know, that's just what just what I know. That's <laughs> what, what I know of. I can't attest for the food at, <laughs> at Cheetahs, but I can attest but for even, the food. But even um, um, Grubhub delivers from um, Magic City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, so, man, I mean, you know. it's 
No, you can't a, go there for a, the couple, wings. You got a couple things on Chester Bridge, you know what I mean? A couple, <laughs> couple spots on Chester Bridge. The Chinese restaurant come right to you, you know what I mean? <laughs> Tell the bouncer, look inside, you throw your hand up, go in there and get it, you're good to go, you know. It's, but yeah, <laughs> this is being blown out of proportion, though. It's all right. Chester Bridge is the riskiest street in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, but you know, at three in the morning, though, it's yeah. all <laughs> That doesn't that doesn't lower the risk. That doesn't lower the risk. <laughs> Two o'clock in the morning is oh, it's some brave juice. P twenty one. P twenty one. See, 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 see. <laughs> Downstairs, lower right bottom. You know what I mean? Oh, what's the one on West Peace Street? They closed too. On where? West. What map? No, West Marietta Street. On that backside. Um, oh, used to be. Uh, it closed once. Ti. Old, oh, V Live. V Live. See, yep. I changed name. It was something else. Old girl's boyfriend on uh, on uh, Atlanta Housewives. The first two seasons, he wouldn't kept on buying the rings and you know, knowing good and oh, well he had no real job. West made a club. Yeah, I guess they call it V Live. Whatever name. The they, I I rolled by there the other day and I was like, oh, they shut down. So they, you know, rest in peace. Whatever they were called. <laughs> <laughs> West Mary That's what was called the last time I saw it. Oh, so, the last time you saw it? Oh, okay. You know I mean? Last time you were there? Last, last time, time I drove by it. Drove by, okay. Yeah, that's what we did. Yeah, I drove last by it. drove by Yeah. You just drive by it. Yeah. <laughs> boy, I tell you, y'all, boy. But the, the wings do be slamming and the uh, fries. Fries be seasoned to perfection. You know what I mean? Catfish nuggets. Oh, yeah. And be right on. Be right on. Go ahead and call that audience before we get out. No, I mean, you know. <laughs> but yeah, this is being blown way out of proportion, though. If he had, I think that, for, well, number one, don't take a picture with somebody that can post something. That's rule number one. Yeah. Especially if you don't, the optics of it. If you're not from the Atlanta area, it looks bad. If you're from Atlanta, you know people will go there and order food. Yeah. If you're going to do that and, you know, you just came from a, you know, you're emotional, so you go to your spot that you know to go for. Don't take a picture with anybody yeah. to where that gets out because, yeah. again, it looks bad on the outside. Yeah, the PR a little bit, but right? You know, yeah. Well, and more so the PR now because you know they're so keen in on the reason why we have the bubble and we don't want you to bring anything back, back in, in and right. all that kind of stuff. So, um, but people also got this. Also, approves a bigger point to me is. You have these cities that are wide open. We wide open here in Atlanta. Well, Keisha trying to shut that. She trying, but we she also got a governor that's that saying, no, so we wide, suing her. Yeah, so we, we <laughs> wide open in Atlanta. You go to Florida. Florida's, those cities are wide open. So um, you go to Houston. You go to Texas, Dallas, Houston. You know, those cities are all what. Again, it depends on what the mayor or the governor, governor yeah, you and, go and, by. and, and you, where you're at or whatever. So you got places that are, you know, I would say primarily southern states were the last to close and the first to open. So, um, it, it, you know, it doesn't matter where you go. You can wind up going into a um, Chipotle. And, and yeah, you can, you can, where you catch it again, you yeah. don't know when a person could have caught it, how, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Now, to the point There's more chance to, 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 yeah. to, to the point of going to an enclosed area for long periods of time, 
Yeah, you are. Or a funeral or a wedding. Yeah. There is more people, so there, more, yeah. there are more chances, chances of yeah. you catching it, which is why, again, if Caruso had gone, he would have had to wait 10 days, days yeah. unless he tested every, every single day, day. Yeah. and sent in um, however they test him or whatever. Probably, yeah. probably had to go to the facility and test him every day or whatever. Yeah. Then it's a four-day quarantine like Zion had to do. It's all. It's, it's mainly all about where the picture was taken in. Yeah. That everybody, you know. And it's okay. We all got to have some stress relief. <laughs> and he knew he was going to have to come back here for a stretch run, too. Yeah, you know, every, everybody plays their part in this COVID-19. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I think, too, the other thing is that they're making it look like it's a distraction. So he missed the first two games. So it's like. He was going to miss them anyway. No, he would have played. If he got tested every day. If he had tested every day, he wouldn't have missed any game. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But now he's going to miss two regular finishing the the eight games that they're going to fade out, he's going to miss two of them. You know, so, not, you know, I know it's not a distraction. The Clippers have been playing, uh, playing, um, dang it, what you call it? Uh, holding players out. Oh, resting? Yeah. Um, what we call it, though? We're going to call it resting. Oh, load management? Load, load management. They've been load managing the whole season. Well, right now, what is it? Uh, who Pet Bev is back? He had left. Yeah, because they don't else. care about the regular season. They are happy being the third or fourth seed. They are content well, with being there. You want to be a two or three? No yeah. need to play the Lakers in the second round. Yeah, but Wait they got the but they got the easiest schedule to finish out. Have you seen Have you seen Orlando yeah, play in these scrimmages? <laughs> have you seen some of the lower seed teams play in these scrimmages? I don't expect too much more finishing the regular season out. So. But yeah, what they're going to project again is it'll be a distraction. Yeah. Of, got the wrong. We don't have him got the, here. Got the wrong. The outside noise. You got the wrong coach for this to, to talk about a distraction. distraction. Doc Rivers is not the coach that would you know, he can handle those distractions. You know I think, what I mean? I think if the there was will, one, will play enough, enough to secure the two seed. They're a game and a half ahead of Denver. Um, oh, but Denver looks good with Bobo. I think the Clippers would rather play the Mavericks in the first round than the Rockets. Um, right now, Denver will be playing the Rockets in the first round. So I, I think the Clippers will kind of want to stay in that two spot. Just because yeah. I think they, they can handle the Mavericks and then they'll be put, and then they would play Denver or Houston. Uh, it'll be Denver, Houston, Utah. Well, no, Den- uh, it'll be Denver or Houston. They played the three or the six seed. They played three or the six, six seed, yeah. yeah. Well, I said Denver or Houston. I, I, I would, like I would. I, I like I, the way Joker and um, Bowl are playing and playing well with each other because well, Joker is a great passer the ball anyway. Mm-hmm. So to be uh, a big man to see over the entire court to be anywhere from the elbow baseline They're to not the top. Have him at point guard. No, I'm not saying at point, <laughs> but I'm saying he pulls their defender away. Which allows Bowl at seven foot to play his natural position, even though he's been dribbling up the court shooting threes, to get down to the box. So and when it, you pull their best defender out, you can't leave the Joker unattended because he can hit that shot. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So at that point, now you have free range for backdoor cuts, Bowl to be down low, Murray to drive and penetrate without having to worry about a defender. That's it helps. That's really if Bowl Bowl is going to be part of the rotation going forward he will i, I mean we, we don't we don't know that yet he will they drug tested him after he had a 16 and 16 game 
We still don't know that yet. He will. Anybody play that well, he will. You can't teach seven feet. Again, the, again. Effective seven feet. Let me clarify. The that. most, the most, <laughs> the most, uh, the more wrinkles you can add to whatever you may have going on, the better you're going to be in this particular circumstance. Because again, too, the playoffs when they when they start, you know, they're playing every other day. There's not going to be a four or five day, you know, at least break. two days in between. No more than no two more, days. Well, it'll be every day, but yeah, before you had a couple of days. Yeah, in you between. had yeah, you had two to three, you had three to four days in between. So I had that one extra day to to you know to look at film and make and tweak some adjustments on how I want to play a particular lineup right. or whatnot. Now I don't have that. I, I can really just need to focus on what I'm doing and then go out there and make it happen, you know. So um you always talk about it's all about matchups. Yep. It, it, it is does. really it's about, about this is all about matchups now. Yeah. Because if if I don't have time to really make the adjustments or if I'm a coach that can't make the adjustments on the fly, like we were talking about MLS, you know, could he be a coach that could make the adjustment in a and when everything is not right, he wasn't. Yeah. Because he wound up going 0-3. You're going to have coaches now. Can you have coaches who can make the adjustment? During the game. During the game. Sometimes, at halftime. Yeah. Or the night after. And you know what I mean? Speaking NBA. of which, I like what the Sixers are doing about having Ben Simmons down in the box. Mm-hmm. More than likely, he's going to have three inches, a minimum three inches on his defender. Yeah. And he's a, he's a point guard, so he can pass out of there. Having him down there and having him bead on the opposite side is a lot better than him bringing the ball down, yeah. getting stuck, or them backing the paint in on him bead, knowing, knowing that he, he ain't going to shoot the three. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So for the Sixers to make that small adjusted, adjustment, I give them more of a chance now in it, winning. It took Brown two seasons to figure that out, too. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of coaches, Nick's got um, Coach Tibbs. For five years, how long does he last? Three and a half. <laughs> I say three. One and a half. Two, maybe two. One and a half. How much you getting paid? They didn't say it. I didn't see how much he's getting. The paid standard, the standard. If he got a five-year contract, he probably is getting. Well, Nick's overpay, so he's probably, probably about getting. Five a year. He's probably getting nine. You think nine that much? So I'm just trying to figure out what the buyout would be. Like they gave Fisher seven. And I think they gave Fisdale six, six or seven. So, yeah, you're right. So, he's at least stat- seven. He's at least seven. At least seven. But I don't think that's... Two and a half years. Tibbs with a young roster, he's going to wear on him. He's a Larry Brown. He's an old school. He's a defense. He's a I'm going to push you until you throw up kind of coach. But maybe Tibbs can... Do you think Tibbs can get some... I don't uh, see the young agent. guys well, they, responding. No, and I'm talking about... If he's no, an older free agents guy, are not coming because, because of, of Dolan. Because of Dolan, so right? It, it, it ain't. It, unfortunately, he, it ain't got nothing to I do with Tibbs. I ain't coming because of Dolan. I definitely ain't coming because I don't want to work hard. Because 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 in a year and a half, it won't be on Tibbs if they fire him. It will be on Dolan. Dolan yeah, yeah. It will be Dolan getting in the way. Okay, y'all taught me down to two, two and a half. <laughs> Season two in like December oh, is going to turn up as far as Tibbs should be fired. That's why I said two and a half. I give no that notes December of season two. So we're talking about one. We're talking about one point five <laughs> during season two. Peak I might get fired. I get him through season two and then halfway into the next season or over the summer he'll get fired. So I give him two and a half years. Okay. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. But you gonna get paid either way it go. Yeah. You yeah. gonna get two years of seven million and then he gonna get a buyout. 
That's why I don't think, well, Derek Fisher is coaching the, the LA Sparks right now, but for he's nothing. still getting that check from for the nothing. Knicks. <laughs> Ain't it for nothing. Everybody get a chance, a check from them. Fisdale, he's not in a hurry to go coach yeah, somebody I'm right now. Still he's still getting, getting paid. Yeah. <laughs> Larry Brown still might be getting checks from the Knicks. <laughs> you know Phil Jackson getting, getting checks. Phil, he's still getting checks. Phil getting checks. Larry Johnson just stopped last year. <laughs> Grandma, and mom. all of that still don't equal up to wins. No, I'm talking about don't equal up to the greatest contract ever made. Oh no, Bobby Bobby, Bobby. <laughs> greatest contract ever in history. I don't care what you say, sports, business, whatever. Yeah, no, That's the greatest flipping contract. Money, flipped five million into thirty-five <laughs> million. million. <laughs> uh, NFL. Speaking of five million, Breeze family donating five million to healthcare in Louisiana. Yep. To help out doing the Shut up with your here. explanations. Just show me action. <laughs> I don't need to hear nothing about what you thought. Whatever, just cut the check. That's all NFL, period, needs to do. Cut uh, the check. So NFL is, of course, trying to start up camp tomorrow uh, for all the teams. Uh, a couple of people have been put on the play uh, NFL commission's exempt list. That's uh, DeAndre Baker and Quentin Dunbar for their uh, – the fake robbery or however yeah, what yeah, happened yeah. down, down the floor. <laughs> who, who knows? Rob really people happened. after losing a dice game or card game. Card I don't game. know. Some of, it was something like that. <laughs> Why something are like you that. still playing dice games? Or card games like that? After you a millionaire. Because what you used to doing. That's why they got casinos. No, you got to play at the house. In the, in the you street. just got to be careful of who you playing with, though. In the street, in the house, throwing up against throwing up against the, the concrete. You still yeah, do that? it was at a party. It was at a party, man. They okay. had a designated area. I, I, we digress. <laughs> <laughs> um, your Jets, after Jamal Adams started popping off at the mouth, they were like, all right, we're going to have to trade you. Got him up out of there, sent him to Seattle for two first-rounders and a third round. Um... I think Seattle gave a little too much up. Way too much, personally. I think I can understand one first two rounder. Two first rounders? Two first. And a third round? Because your, your, your defense, like, he, he makes your defense better. I'm not saying that. Yeah, he does. But you don't put them over the top. Nah. You know what I mean? So you still need Unless to build. The, well, all the question now is will Clowney come back? I mean, that's still, if Clowney comes back, like, you, they, they'll be solid. Defense. They'll be solid. Well, I mean, yeah, if he comes and performs halfway what he did, you know. I mean, they still got a they. The strength of their defense is still middle linebackers, right? It's still all yeah. those guys. Um, you know, do, do but you, they needed some some help there some, at safety. Yeah. Now, I just, I just it's don't, how you're going to use him. If you're going to use Jamal Adams like Troy Palomalu, then I'll back off of the two first rounds in the third round. But if you're going to strictly use him at safety, uh, I, strong and free safety, have him out in space all the time. Then yeah, you way overpaid. By giving away so, two first rounds. You look, so, at, you um, look to see what division in in the, in the NFC West, obviously. So, but he you have to he has to play every position. Like he I has know. to come down in the box. He has to be that free roaming kind of linebacker. To, he has to be Troy Palomalu. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm, I'm saying that to say you know when you play San Fran, they you know you know what kind of offense they run. You're going to run see, the ball with play action. Play action, but you're going to see a lot of guys out in space, tight ends. Kittle. Um, you know they got decent wide receivers. So, Arizona's all over the place. So yeah. So can you well, put? Rams. I think you're right with the forty. The Forty ers and the Rams do a lot off of play action. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Rams probably depend on it more. Yeah. So, but I I think they want they just I think they needed a 
the the Seahawks were looking for a spark in the secondary as far as as far as a new era they of the like Legion two of first rounders, though. Yeah, two is still two, high. Two but, ones and, but a, two, and a third. You, you, but depending but on, 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 on how good Seattle is, uh, let me ask you they're this. talking about in the 20s that where that pick is going to be. Is he a Khalil Mack? Because that's what the Bears gave up. You gave up somebody who is defensive player of the year that can be defensive player of the year multiple times. That's the only reason why you give up more than two first rounders if you think that person yeah. can be defensive player of the year more than once. Yeah. I, I, he, but it's his, hard for me to do that his, as his a safety. The, pr- and the not, production of Adams the last may two seasons, warrant what they gave up. Correct, correct, correct. Not two first rounders. I mean, no, round. I still agree. The first, the two first, especially when you high. got a disgruntled employee who wants to basically be out of there. Well, yeah. they, the team didn't even see it that way. Yeah, they, they said yeah. that he didn't talk his way out of town. Then why are you trading him? Yeah, thank you. Because <laughs> it's the Jets. <laughs> These are the same fools well, that yes. still well, like. Well, you saw the answer. They, it's the Jets. These are the fools that still somehow let. Cam Newton get to get to New England. Well, you saw Le'Veon Bell was. They, a lo- they, they, didn't they have believe anything. they believe in Darnold, man. Le'Veon Bell was a little upset because Adams recruited him to come there, yeah. and then talks his way out of. Yeah, no, Le'Veon Bell still mad because he didn't get his paper, and he's seeing Ma- he's seeing McCarthy down there getting the same paper in Carolina that he should have gotten Pittsburgh. Le'Veon Bell wants to still be in Pittsburgh. He didn't want to be nowhere else but Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, I, listen, I. The move works because at least I know where he's going. They'll they'll figure out a way to use him properly. Um, maybe not this year if you don't have no fans because the most important thing that defense was the fan and the crowd noise. And you right. seem like you're going to probably have 50% of the crowd noise unless they allow teams to pump noise in this year. Um, one first rounder, second round, the third round, I had no problem with that. That second, that second first rounder, is where I'm like it's a little steep, but his production for the last two seasons may warrant that. Mm. Listen, he got to get he got to he got to get five plus interceptions, have a couple of fumbles, be that Khalil Mack as far as a, a disruptive disruptor. However, I was going to say the guy that they're probably looking to replace, who retired on them um, because of injuries in Seattle. Um, Cam Cam, Cam Chancellor. Cam Chancellor. He's not that as far as Cam being that extra linebacker coming downhill putting hands on you. But I think he's it, gonna have to but, be though. But but I think everything else that Cam Chancellor didn't do, Adams can do. And I think Adams can be a disruptor, you know, in the box, but not as good as as I mean, yeah. Adams could be as good as a disruptor in the box, maybe not as good as as, as Chancellor was, but I think the places where you know we didn't see Chancellor as being a one-on-one guy and and, and picking your slot guy well, or whatever. Yeah. Was more well, Cam, Cam was more of a, I mean, Cam was more uh, that guy like in coverage, but with looking at Adams' numbers, I, I didn't really know what kind of safety he was because I don't watch the Jets. Who does? But he, pew, pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a guy who could be a run, a run stopper. Yeah. And the one game I did watch him in, if, he disrupted the Cowboys if, the whole game. If they don't have the, if they don't <laughs> have the pass rush, <laughs> you, so you didn't watch them then? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> if they don't have the pass rush, then, um, it, then I mean, you need you know some guys who can come in and help yeah, stop the run. Yeah. Okay. He he had six and a half sacks last year. Uh, Pro Bowl. They eliminating the Pro Bowl pay, so that might mean the Pro Bowl is gone as well. Um, I always thought the Pro Bowl needed to get out of get out of Hawaii, 
and have it the week before at the whole Super Bowl city. Like they did in Arizona. They did that they, at, they, they, yeah, they've done that a couple times. A couple times. You do it permanently. permanently. And then, so um, that you have everybody there to enjoy yeah, and take part yeah, of it. Yeah. And then maybe just go to a uh, um, two-hand touch because that's what we're going to, basically a flag football type game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but mean, just, it's still a reward to be um, – Selected to be on the team. I, I like to thing. watch all the other stuff that goes on. I like to watch the, the throwing competition. I like to watch the you know the the team the stuff, team stuff or whatever. I like stuff, to watch yeah. all that stuff. The game itself, these guys made too much money to really get hurt. Right. And so you're not going to see that anymore. Um, and so you know if you want to have more fans come and be involved the week before the, the you know while the Super Bowl Super, is Super going on, then have the Pro Bowl the week at before the at the whole city. And, 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 and move on. I say do a flag football. Yeah. Because that's what you're basically doing. Now you're basically doing a two-hand touch yeah. type thing. Yeah. And let Even if you let the guys that. tackle, the guys that figured out how not to get hurt, you know, they figured it out. But I don't. Yeah. I think the fans, you know, who has watched the whole game anyway? Nobody. In the last five or six seasons. Getting worse. <laughs> that well now you have a point um before we get out of here your um washington team is now officially the washington football team no more httr for now httt <laughs> hail to the team <laughs> you know I shouldn't, me, even, me, me, me. I shouldn't even be laughing I was trying to get my shots off at this, he hit at you with this. a body shot before you could even get it off <laughs> I, uh, yeah okay well, I've, been, I've been fighting people all week on social media they've been calling my team the Washington doohickeys <laughs> Summer everything. Summer everything. Think I'm a jigs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's it for calling? Yeah. What you call? Listen, it is. I take it all in. Me, 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 me. So, you know, it, hopefully, they, hopefully they picked the. I read an article. You know, the guy that has a lot of the, um, a lot of the, um, has bought a lot of the names and holding on to it. He's willing to give that up to the team once they make a decision on which one they want. Okay. So okay. it won't be no legal battle or whatever. So. Um, congratulations real quick. Copyrights. Yeah. Denny Hamlin won on um, this past Thursday at uh, Kansas Speedway. They'll be down in New Hampshire, or up in New Hampshire, yeah, if you're from the South. Up in New Hampshire this weekend for NASCAR. And they also announced for the rest of the season, no more practice qualifying. So there won't be, when you come out, you race, you race. That's it. Trying to reduce the, trying to reduce the, the, amount of the contact, contact that everybody has together. Right. So if you're top 12, then it'll be a random draw. And that's how you'll be seated, and then um, 13 through 26, yeah. random draw to see who's on the pole, and you go from there. Because you don't want to get none of your drivers sick. Yeah, and it's cutting down on, well, and they're race, racing the schedule. They don't have that full week in between a lot yeah. of times, so you don't have time to race on Sunday, get the trucks sent over to, let's say, from um from this was Kansas to New Hampshire, get the trucks over there, get the cars out, run some qualifying laps mm -hmm. to see who's a pole, and then race. You don't have that same time frame yeah. in between now, yeah, so just go at it. Go at it. There you go. Uh, in the meantime, follow DNA Sports Talk on, on Twitter, DNA Sports Talk on Facebook, DNA Sports Talk on Snapchat, DNA Sports Talk on 
Instagram. Reach us directly. DNA Sports Talk at Gmail. Website. www.dnasportstalk.com. Back here next Monday. On WWE 1100 AM. See y'all next week. Peace. Get clients and help still. Welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Where we come to you live each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On WWE AM 1100, iRadio Now, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio. Where we bring the facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so. Oh, wow.